The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk. While you're getting in touch about that, let's talk about this call from health experts to raise the smoking age to 21 in an effort, they say, to reduce the number of young people taking up the habit. A new report from the Royal College of Physicians of Ireland claims that smoking is on the rise among teenage boys and after decades of progress, tobacco reduction is now stagnating in Ireland. Dr. Brendan O'Shea is Assistant Professor of General Practice at Trinity College and spokesperson for the Kildare Faculty of the ICGP. Brendan, you're welcome to the show. Would you support this, a... a a move to uh, ban the sale of cigarettes to anyone under the age of 21? I'm afraid I absolutely would, and I'd be for enforcing the ban. Uh, And if any retailer was selling uh, tobacco uh, consistently to people who were underage, uh, I would be on for the extreme rigour of the law. Uh, This is very, it's very important. Um, It maybe seem like a boring issue that we've been talking about it forever, but you are right. We have been making very significant progress. But in the last several years, the pitch has changed. Um, It's been a very stressful year or two. Um, Tobacco is a powerful um, uh, chemical. um, And we have an influx of people coming into our country, which is fantastic. And they bring lots of really fantastic things with them. But sometimes they also bring cheap cigarettes uh, and smoking rates uh, occur at different prevalences depending on households uh, and background and so on and so forth. So we need to continue to be vigilant. Uh, The RCPI, the Royal College of Physicians in Ireland, are correct in my view in terms of raising the age. And if if Michael McGrath is coming in, could you ask him, could he increase the taxation on tobacco as well, please? There, how's that? All right, okay. Uh, In addition, I like when people do my research for me, uh, Brendan, that's great. An extra question for Michael McGrath to increase uh, excise to taxes on tobacco. Let me introduce, though, John Mallon, who's the spokesperson uh, for Forest Ireland. Uh, John, impose it and enforce it. What about that? (laughs) Good afternoon, Kieran. Well, it seems to me that um, the imposition is, is uh, on, on anyone 18 years of age, uh, putting, putting the, 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 uh, the age up to 21. Well, you know, at 18 years of age, they're technically an adult. Uh, they can drive a car. They can get married. They can join the army and hold a gun. They can purchase alcohol. Um, I, I, it seems very strange to me sometimes that these things are, are mooted. I mean, you know, in reality, if, if, uh, if, you, if you were to do that, uh, 18-year-olds will, will get their hands on them anyway. 17-year-olds will get their hands on them. Um, it's people making their own choices. And, you know, the, the criminal classes will have hundreds of thousands of cigarettes out there at half price for them. And they won't be asking for proof of identity. So it, it, it's more of a case of looking to be, to, be, to be trying to do something than actually getting anything done. I don't think it, would, it makes any change at all. Um, it's funny over the years that, that the smokers themselves aren't spoken to. Uh, they're spoken about, um, they're, they're penalised, but they're never spoken to. Um, and that, that, no, we're, that's we're, we're, we're speaking to you now, John. Oh, you, you are. You are. And it happens from time to time with me. But um, I, I think what I'm talking about really are the services that would, that would, uh, that would speak with smokers, that would educate them. It's, it's not a case of constantly coming down heavy on them. Uh, I, I think it's more important that they be educated. We've been saying this for years. Um, you know, the, the, a lot of people are turning to e-cigs and all of a sudden they're a big problem now. You can't quit with those. So there's, there's people giving up the quitting effort altogether and going back to smoking. There, there has to be a better, more, more cohesive approach to things. But I don't, I, genuinely, in the, the topic you're dealing with today, I, I couldn't see you uh, putting the age up to 21. You could put it up to 51. It wouldn't make any difference. If people want cigarettes, we have illegal drugs at the moment. 
half the countries on them and they're, you know, they're against the law. So if they want them, they'll get them, I yeah. would say. But it, it, the argument someone might say, take to that, John, or, or make in response to that is that a lot more people might be taking those illegal drugs if they were legal and anyone over the age of 18 could buy them. Well, funnily enough, um, I think when you legalise things like that, you, 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 take the, uh, you take half the fun out of it. A lot more people mightn't uh, if they were legal. But that, 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 that's, a, that's a different debate. I just don't think that, that, that putting the, 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 the uh, age for the, the purchase of tobacco to 21 makes any difference at all. Uh, it's a waste of time. There are other things that could be done. Okay, uh, Brendan, what are the other things do you think that, that could be done? I well, mean, J- John effectively kind of a- a- accused you of maybe talking down and not talking to smokers often enough. Uh, I, I think one of John's observations, a more cohesive approach is key. Um, we would certainly like if there was more opportunity to talk to younger people in schools and in our, in our surgeries in relation to use of tobacco. Uh, the evidence around use of tobacco is very clear. The younger people start smoking, the more difficult it is for them to get off and the more likely, significantly so they are, to experience serious pathology and disease in later years. So the science behind all that is really, really black and white. In countries where um, soft drugs have been legalized or subjected to a more lenient regime, uh, rates of use have increased, and particularly among young people. Uh, so again, I think my colleagues in the College of Psychiatry, um, and I think within the ICGP, I think we're f- fairly clear in, in that regard. We're really not on for loosening things. Uh, I would be on for um, exposing anybody making tobacco available to younger people uh, to their absolute rigours of the law. Uh, and when it comes to the people who are uh, dependent on nicotine, I would be on for doing everything we can to support them, uh, to help them, uh, to reduce if they can't quit and to yeah. quit if they can't. Can- um, this- yeah. Can, I, can I just ask, and I, I, I want to ask you, John, as well, uh, this question, because you both seem to be on the same page in terms of reaching out to young people and speaking to them about the consequences. It implies, Brendan, that there are young people who are not aware of the consequences. I mean, is that really the case? Are there anyway, is, is, not, is it yeah, not just a symptom of kind of young people who feel invincible? No, I, I think, and particularly these two, the, these last couple of years, I think it's, it's been very difficult being, well, being lots of groups and particularly being young. But the, the, the other facts of the matter, um, nicotine is addictive. Nicotine mimics uh, physiological relaxation. Um, and this has been a really stressful time for people, particularly for a lot of adolescents in terms of their schooling, their careers, what's going on in their houses, uh, all sorts of uncertainties. It's not that they're refusing, it's that they are making choices um, uh, nicotine assists in terms of stress and anxiety that, that, that is a fact of it so part of the cohesive response uh, is to keep on doing what we're doing to build the capacity in our sporting organisations in our culture, in our schools uh, to, to talk about the other factors in people's lives that are driving them to smoke um, but anything we can do uh, to make it more difficult uh, for young people to start smoking uh, is good and I have no doubt that the RCPI have an evidence base to what they're recommending here uh, that, uh, uh, that increasing the age at which it's permissible to sell tobacco to minors uh, is almost certainly mm. so it, it's part of the solution it's not a complete solution it's uh, part of the solution uh, John is it not the case that what you're saying is absolutely true there are individuals out there who if they couldn't buy cigarettes in the shop would buy them elsewhere but there's lots of others who if it is made illegal for them to be smoking under the age of 21 they, they won't do it I doubt that very much, Kieran. <laughs> you know, I, I can remember back when I was a teenager. I know it's a long time ago. But um, you see, it's, it's very difficult when you're saying to but somebody... The, but the, 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 the amount of people who drink age 16 and 17 
is dwarfed by the amount of people who drink age 18 and 19. Yes, it is. But, but every, well, you see, drink, we say drink then, do you mean drink regularly or whatever? But, you know, everyone tastes alcohol at a young age in this country. Um, even uh, Ash, the, the, the most uh, strident anti-smoking group, uh, will tell you that most people in Ireland would start smoking in their very early teens, 12, 13, 14. Um, and they do. They get their hands on cigarettes. Uh, if they want them, they'll get them. The difficulty you have then is when they turn 18, you can't live their lives for them. They've got to make their own decisions. So you can't be banning them or, or, or uh, trying to prevent them from getting their hands on them. They'll get their hands on them if they want them. What you need to do is remove the motivation if you're going to tackle it, and that's through education. Uh, you don't really get anywhere with stuff like this. They put the price up and then the, the amount of smuggled goods goes out through the blooming roof. Um, it, it's always the same. It, it, it's been seen to do something rather mm-hmm. than actually... Well, let, let me different. ask you then, John, the same question I asked, uh, Brendan. I mean, what, what is the message you would give to a young person that you think that they're not hearing at the moment? Because I, I, I would argue, if you ask any group of 16-year-olds in this country are cigarettes harmful, they will all, to a T, say yes. There's no one who thinks they are harmless. So what what is the message that you want them to receive that would reduce smoking? Well, (laughs) it wouldn't be for me to put that message together, but I'll put it to you this way. I think when you're a teenager, you feel invincible. Uh, when, When somebody says, you know, driving fast is harmful or playing contact sports is harmful or drinking alcohol is harmful... You, you always see it in, 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 in respect of it being harmful to other people, not to you. You're invincible. And that, that's a simple reality. It's a, it's a reality of the time. You, you, it takes time, you mature, and you realize uh, as you get older. But, so it's very, that's very difficult. But I, I do think education, now I, I don't know how to put that together. I'm not qualified to. But I, I do think education uh, for teens in all aspects of life, not just smoking, drug taking, alcohol, the whole lot, uh, in all aspects of it, it's what's needed, uh, not prohibition or creeping mm. prohibition. Which but I, again, I, and I'm not asking you to put together a curriculum, but when you say education, what do you mean? A kind of psychological education or, again, is it just that message, cigarettes are bad? Because I, wait, well, do they all know that? Yeah, they, they, they all know that. But, but then you see that the, the, the things that are bad for us are the things that are exciting and kind of edgy to do. Do you know what I mean? So you, you, you have to kind of remove it from, you have to remove it from, from, from that, if you like. Um, but it's just the, the amount of things that can go wrong, the amount of things that can happen to you uh, with everything. It's not just smoking, but with, with all sorts of risky behavior. Yeah. Um, that's it. It, it. It's a general thing. And, and, and if you bring it down just on one, um, it, 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 skews, it skews things completely. It's a general education. And, they, and we don't have it in our schools. We're, we're very academic and, and very, very uh, results-oriented. Uh, you don't have... We used to have years ago, we used to have civics in school that taught you how to behave. Um, they, they, do the civ- they do civics in school, John. Do they? They do the CCA, whatever they call I, I don't know, there's some acronym on it, but effectively there's a version of civics in school. And I, I look... I'd, listen, well, it's, it's been a long time like since that. any of the three of us were in school, but I'd wager, like I say, they all know cigarettes are bad for them. So I'm not sure where this uh, idea uh, comes from that they're not they're not hearing about it. It's just kind of academia. No, no, that's they're not hearing about. They, they all know cigarettes are bad for them, but they all also know that they're invincible and they're not really bad for them. They're bad for other people. That's the reality of it, and it, it, it's to change that message, you know, to get that across. 
John Mallon, spokesperson with uh, Forest Ireland, and Dr. Brendan O'Shea, who's an assistant professor of general practice at Trinity College and a spokesperson for the Cadere faculty of the ICGP. Thank you both very much. How would that genius stop people buying unregulated cigarettes for five euro for a 20 pack, wonder somebody? And somebody else says, go into the primary schools and show videos of the effects of smoking and give them the survival rates too late when they are teenagers. Also, taxing doesn't work. If it did, they would have stopped by now. 53106. Keep those texts coming. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.